don't have enough time to sit down and read all the best Bitcoin articles? Well, let us read them for you. This is a Crypto Economy Quick Read. Welcome back, Crypto Economy crew. We have another episode. We are a crypto quick read today. And uh, like I said in yesterday's episode, uh, I wanted to hit a Cypherpunks manifesto. And this is by Eric Hughes, uh, written on March 9th of 1993. Eric Hughes was one of the core Cypherpunks that made Bitcoin possible and was working uh, with the major cryptographers and, uh, you know, with Phil Zimmerman, Timothy May, all these people who started the cypherpunk movement, and he was there at the beginning, and this is uh, his manifesto that um, was really popular on the cypherpunk mailing list and is just kind of a culmination of the ideology and the philosophy of the cypherpunk movement um, all into one short little manifesto, as he says. So... With that, we're going to go ahead and just jump into this one. I think it'll be a fun short one to close out the week. So without further ado, here is A Cypherpunk's Manifesto by Eric Hughes. Privacy is necessary for an open society in the electronic age. Privacy is not secrecy. A private matter is something one doesn't want the whole world to know. But a secret matter is something one doesn't want anybody to know. Privacy is the power to selectively reveal oneself to the world. If two parties have some sort of dealings, then each has a memory of their interaction. Each party can speak about their own memory of this. How could anyone prevent it? One could pass laws against it, but the freedom of speech, even more than privacy, is fundamental to an open society. We seek not to restrict any speech at all. If many parties speak together in the same forum, each can speak to all the others and aggregate together knowledge about individuals and other parties. The power of electronic communications has enabled such group speech, and it will not go away merely because we might want it to. Since we desire privacy, We must ensure that each party to a transaction have knowledge only of that which is directly necessary for that transaction. Since any information can be spoken of, we must ensure that we reveal as little as possible. In most cases, personal identity is not salient. When I purchase a magazine at a store and hand cash to the clerk, there is no need to know who I am. When I ask my electronic mail provider to send and receive messages, my provider need not know to whom I am speaking or what I am saying or what others are saying to me. My provider only need know how to get the message there and how much I owe them in fees. When my identity is revealed by the underlying mechanism of the transaction, I have no privacy. I cannot here selectively reveal myself I must always reveal myself. Therefore, privacy in an open society requires anonymous transaction systems. 
Until now, cash has been the primary such system. An anonymous transaction system is not a secret transaction system. An anonymous system empowers individuals to reveal their identity when desired and only when desired. This is the essence of privacy. Privacy in an open society also requires cryptography. If I say something, I want it heard only by those for whom I intend it. If the content of my speech is available to the world, I have no privacy. To encrypt is to indicate the desire for privacy. And to encrypt with weak cryptography is to indicate not too much desire for privacy. Furthermore, to reveal one's identity with assurance when the default is anonymity requires the cryptographic signature. We cannot expect governments, corporations, or other large faceless organizations to grant us privacy out of their beneficence. It is to their advantage to speak of us, and we should expect that they will speak. To try to prevent their speech is to fight against the realities of information. Information does not just want to be free, it longs to be free. Information expands to fill the available storage space. Information is rumor's younger, stronger cousin. Information is fleeter of foot, has more eyes, knows more, and understands less than rumor. We must defend our own privacy if we expect to have any. We must come together and create systems which allow anonymous transactions to take place. People have been defending their own privacy for centuries with whispers, darkness, envelopes, closed doors, secret handshakes, and couriers. The technologies of the past did not allow for strong privacy, but electronic technologies do. We, the cypherpunks, are dedicated to building anonymous systems. We are defending our privacy with cryptography, with anonymous mail forwarding systems, with digital signatures, and with electronic money. Cypherpunks write code. We know that someone has to write software to defend privacy, and since we can't get privacy unless we all do, we're going to write it. We publish our code so that our fellow cypherpunks may practice and play with it. Our code is free for all to use, worldwide. We don't much care if you don't approve of the software we write. We know that software can't be destroyed and that a widely dispersed system can't be shut down. Cypherpunks deplore regulations on cryptography, for encryption is fundamentally a private act. The act of encryption, in fact, removes information from the public realm. Even laws against cryptography reach only so far as a nation's border and the arm of its violence. Cryptography will ineluctably spread over the whole globe, and with it, the anonymous transaction systems that make it possible. For privacy to be widespread, it must be part of a social contract. People must come and together deploy these systems for the common good. Privacy only extends so far as the cooperation of one's fellows in society. We, the cypherpunks, seek your questions and your concerns and hope we may engage you so that we do not deceive ourselves. We will not, however, be moved out of our course because some may disagree with our goals. 
the cypherpunks are actively engaged in making the networks safer for privacy. Let us proceed together apace. Onward. Eric Hughes. All right, and that was Eric Hughes's uh, uh, Cypherpunk Manifesto, written in 1993. Um, I'm really surprised. I could have sworn that I had read this on the podcast, but I've gone through all the episodes, and I can't seem to find it anywhere, and um, I can't find the Crypto Anarchist Manifesto either, um, which I honestly thought I had kind of dug into. Um so maybe I'm crazy and I'm just missing it, but I was I can't seem to find it in the uh, episode list. So I wanted to go ahead and hit this one um, just because I think it it makes a huge difference. I think the um, as uh, uh, Petri said in part one is um, you know I don't I don't think you can know where this technology is going or you know what the future might look like if you don't understand where it came from and the entire cypherpunk movement was built around this concept around privacy and individual liberty and uh uh cypherpunks write code and that's what that's what this whole thing is about it's about secure cryptography and gaining back uh individual sovereignty um and i think you'll miss the real power of this technology and why it is so revolutionary if you don't understand that but that is, uh, I think, all I wanted to hit today. Not much commentary. Cypherpunk Manifesto kind of speaks for itself. And, um, yeah, we'll go ahead and close this one here. All right, guys, uh, you can check this one out. I read this on uh, activism.net, but it's posted in a ton of different places. Um, so, I mean, you can just find this online, but I will still link to activism.net simply because that's where I read it from. And... Uh, uh, yeah, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Share it with all your friends in the crypto economy space who want to hear uh, read in audio all the best ideas, uh, history, developments, and all the cool stuff ongoing in the Bitcoin space. And I will catch you all next week with a bunch of exciting new episodes and quick reads to dive into. All right, guys. Um, don't forget that if you want to support the show, um, sharing it is a really good way to do that. Um, thank you for everyone who has done that. Um, and I will have my Bitcoin address, um, uh, open for donations. Uh, if anyone would like to donate a little bit of Bitcoin to the show, that's a huge, huge help. Thank you so much for everyone who has done that. And of course, um, if you wish to purchase a Trezor hardware wallet, don't forget to do it through my affiliate link. Um, it's the best hardware wallet out there, um, coming from a guy who's got a keep key, a ledger nano S and, uh, and a Trezor. I still love my Trezor most of all. And I have an affiliate link that it won't cost you a dime to use that link, um, and buy your Trezor through there, but it will send a couple of bucks my way to help out the show. All right, guys, have a wonderful weekend and I will catch you all back here on Monday with another episode. All right, guys. Take it easy.